I wish you could see it. Mine's very little. It's in a shell right now. And that's going to start it off. <laughs> this is Vintage Burn. As always, you've requested it. We are undead and unfiltered. This is Kev. And uncensored. So Marco. <laughs> He's a grower, not a show where he said it himself. Yeah. It's cute. It's true. Like a little button in a fur coat. He's want to give a little... And your name is? Oh, yeah, I'm Doug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Our special guest, Dr. Jay Bodwin, on this episode of What the Fuck Are You Listening To? All right, we got a special metal episode. We're all, well... Three quarters of us are drinking. Marco's only had three alcoholic beverages. I was had zero. Yeah, we've had the same. Been drinking anything? That water's lasted. Every time he sits, I feel like one, two. Oh, I want more. I want more, but I want to work. But uh, I shouldn't. But I'm to the point now where I can't. More beer. (laughs) More beer. (sighs) So yeah, I'm gonna start it off. Uh, I was trying to plug this album last time, but we kind of forgot. I think we got stuck drinking. And uh, kind of forgot. Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, no, actually, lately I've been listening to my hip-hop mix. That's my main thing that I've been right. listening he's, to lately. But uh, it's, just, it's the couch. I can tell you. I can feel everything he's... I can I feel have, it. I have the same couch. So, Exumer, German metal thrash band. The, their newest album, Hostile Defiance, has been pretty heavy in my rotation. And I'm pretty sure somebody else will bring up another thrash band that released something very recently. Uh, but uh, it's got a lot of really like great songs like Splinter, and they do a great cover of He's a Woman, She's a Man by the Ooh, Scorpions. great Scorpions cover, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they also do a, an Entombed cover, Supposed to Rot, Early Entombed, which I thought was pretty cool, so they thrashed it up, you know, less death vocals. But honestly, I think it's just a really ferocious record. If you're into thrash metal, man, check it out. Uh, I don't know. I know Doug has checked it out. Did you check it out? Nope. Yeah, you, you should. To it? Yeah, you should. It's killer. He's been too hooked on the new Zentrix. Yeah, and I'm sure that's what that's the other album I was referring to. All right, cool. I'll let somebody else take no, the cake on it. this you one. You do it. You do it. What the Zentrix? No, not you. He's oh. gonna do it. I don't know. I, I've oh, only right, listened to it. it once. You've listened so. to it most. Yeah. You do it. I've only listened to it like three times. I don't know it as well as you do. That's not where I'm going though. For what I've been listening to. So, so what, what have you been, been listening, listening to? to? So today on my drive down, I was listening to Morbid Angel Covenant. Nice. Whoa. There you go. You're expanding your horizons. Is that because Night of the Demons, number two? Uh, no, honestly, it was like last time I was here, you had that plan, and I was like, I was listening to the lyrics, and the, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Bloodbath fan. <laughs> so when I'm like, I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, wow, the way that he's actually like, um, Dave Vincent's pronouncing his vocals and stuff, I'm like, well, wow, that sounds a lot like Bloodbath. And then I realized Michael Ackerfeld from Opeth is a huge fucking uh, Morbid Angel fan, so and- I'm like, well, I'm going to go backwards in time since these guys have tried to throw these records in my face since 1995. I love how Kevin always panders to Michael Ackerfeld. I bet if Michael Ackerfeld was here, he would literally hashtag suck his cock. Hashtag Michael Ackerfeld. Hash, uh, hashtag, yeah. Kevin sucking Ackerfeld's cock. Hashtag Opeth. <laughs> More like Lopeth. I'm going to see you in 2020. Yeah. I'm going to see him in 2020. You, you see his penis it. with 2020 vision. <laughs> right. Every time he sees me, he goes, oh, Square jaw face guy, you gave me a deep purple record. <laughs> I wonder like what that, that was. That was actually Park. Kevin's band name when we were in the band. Square jaw face. Jaw face no, guy. back then it was like a massive round meatball head. <laughs> he grew into a square. I finally nicely. grew into my head. You've always had that Dudley Do Right jawline. Though, I, I, somewhat, I appreciate that. You're being kind. My wife saw a picture of me in my teens. And yeah, she was kind. Like, we'll call it that. She was like, "Dude, your head was fucking round, man." The lesbian face. Like, the lesbian. With face. the spikes? I did look like a lesbian. 
All lesbians. Are. I look better than most lesbians. I could play a good lesbian. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Oh, you'd be a solid yeah. lesbian movie. Yeah, you just gotta shave a bit and you look exactly like a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kevin, why don't you drink that uh, beer? Actually, yeah. a little bit. I picked up a lesbian that looked exactly <laughs> like you, just no facial hair the other day. Yeah, just just let go of your inhibitions. Yeah, man. For once. You picked one up, though? There's no facial hair? Yeah, same haircut. <laughs> I like that. That was good. That was Sorry. good. Prostitutes or no, 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 I'm just kidding. But I, there's a street I was driving. Because I do Uber. For, yeah. He's kidding about the almost part. Oh, the almost, yeah. <laughs> no, I do Uber, so I drive through Boston a lot. And there's this, like, one street where there's, like, 18 of them. But it's, like, a street I use. It's a main drag that connects yeah. Dorchester to South Boston. So, constantly. So, if you're on Dorchester Ave, the part after the gas station, and you want hookers, hit it up. So, basically, don't Uber with Marco. No, you can Uber with me, man. It's okay. So okay, so I went old school. So I, I listened. I actually really enjoyed Covenant, and I understand his uh, Alters of Madness. You guys, I love all three. Uh, okay. Their first three records, okay. first whatever. Yeah, but Alters is my personal uh, favorite. Yeah. Uh, Blessed are the sick. Excellent album. Okay, all right. Excellent so album. all right, I'm on the right track. I'm not full of shit. Yep. So I was listening to those albums. I actually really enjoyed them. Um, obviously, I'm still a massive Bloodbath fan. But speaking of now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go like 25 years later. And a newer band, so we had The Absence stay at my house um, what, a month ago or so. We were chilling with them. Uh, they have a new band. They're trying to do the old school death metal sound. They're called Gore Gang. And they got a, an album called Neon Graves. And actually the artwork, we were talking about artwork on our last podcast. And it's very reminiscent of, would you say it's like <clears throat> Necrolord? It's, yeah, it's, it's very entombed Necrolord in the style of... And we didn't talk about these guys, but it is, yeah, Entombed, Necrolord, check out Gore Gang, all right? Gore Gang are awesome. They got that blood, honestly, if I, they sound like Bloodbath and Morbid Angel mixed together. So, that's what I've been listening to. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, um, I, I've listened to maybe one other album in the past two months besides Summerlands. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. Summerlands. Summer, Summerlands. And we're waiting for a second record because uh, uh, Crypt Sermon are putting out a new album in August. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's like they're the other band that I like that are kind of because they're very like Dio. um, I would say they're like Dio era of Sabbath sounding. Cryptic Sermon? Crypt Sermon. Crypt. Cryptic. Crypt Sermon. That'd be way cooler. (laughs) You're thinking of cryptic writings for Megadeth, you bitch. You know you are. He's always going to be Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta always Dave, uh, Dave, we hope you recover, man, because you're gonna sound, you're gonna have like Chuck Billy vocals when you're done. Yeah, man, fuck cancer. You'd be like, these cells, but who's buying? <laughs> might improve his vocals, according to a lot of people. <laughs> Bull, boo, fuck that, dude. So, I love Dave. So do I. So do I. Yeah, but so that's do like I. the biggest Most, knock. You know what, dude? You? Uh, the reason uh, David Lee Roth's known as one of the best fucking vocalists isn't because he's a great singer. Because he's got an original sounding voice. I'm glad and they he went fucking balls deep. Same with Ozzy, right? Yeah. People are like, Ozzy sounds terrible. I'm like, dude, can you? No, not many people yeah. can sing like Ozzy except that's for the guy from Summerlands. That's, 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 that's a perfect example because Ronnie James Dio is a fucking immaculate heavy metal great, singer. He's great, but when people tell me, oh, way better singer than Ozzy, but nope. the Ozzy days are like my nope. favorite shit because yeah. it is so raw and yeah, real. Yeah, but the Dio but stuff is pretty good. It too, is, it man. is, it is. But really it's great. Good. Henry Rollins yeah. would say it too, like, the first six Sabbath records basically just set the stone for fucking everything. I mean, that that was basically yeah. the fucking heavy metal... Uh, Bible. Uh, 
Bible the foundation for everything, yeah. dude. And you know what? Ozzy had an amazing voice, and I, I still haven't heard somebody that could still do what he did. And if he would have taken care of himself and not drank bottles of cough syrup and fucking... Snorted ants. That's and... bullshit. He didn't do that. Fake news. Huh. Yeah, man. Motley Crue lie out of their ass. No, but I've been hearing about that. They, they made fun of that, like, going back to Wayne's World 2. Wait, made him, maybe it's not the, the ants. No, it's the, the, the pee. He, he, he didn't mop up the other person's piss. He lopped That's up his what, own. Okay. So the all right. so it was like whatever Nikki Six's piss he didn't do that. For it was yeah. Tommy Lee. Yeah, they even put it in that fucking movie. Too. Right, right. Yeah. So, though, but right. he did lick his own piss apparently. And snorted yeah. ants. Okay. Yes, yeah. we know I he mean, bit the head off of that. Yeah. What happened? I mean, we've all been there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah like but if he wasn't places. so fucked up, Ozzy Osbourne, if he wanted to perfect his <laughs> vocals, I am sure Ozzy could have because by the sixth record, Ozzy mm-hmm. had awesome vocals. It's just cocaine. Man. I don't know, man. I think you either. Have that kind of shit, or you don't. And your voice is your voice. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, look at Hetfield. He yeah. just kind of fucking yelled for a while, and then he went to a vocal coach, and now he thinks he can sing. And yeah. I mean, he sounded better when he was just yelling for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think honestly, like if you go to Load and kind of separate, just... separate like Load, like okay, Load the Load era is obviously different. I like it for its particular reasons. They were trying to it. sound like Danzig. They were trying to go blues rock, but. <laughs> he he wore a fucking Danzig skull on his on his goddamn no, clavicle. Right, but the thing about it is, is I think the voice really fit that that era of it. And I get it. But now that they're trying to reintroduce the thrash, I wish he would go a little more raw again. And yeah. you know what I mean? That's like where I have to be. Cause like, because it fits in, it fits in just slightly better. James, but, if you're listening, you know what you gotta do. <laughs> well, they, he they don't gotta do shit. They're worth uh, fucking yeah, two hundred fifty million dollars more than do. all of us He needs combined, to just so. first of all. Honestly, I, I do appreciate that last album from them because that was a solid yeah, record. And, yeah, and I thought it was and like was kind of like, death and magnetic. Just like thank you. It's a lot like better it, though if they had Paul Bostaff playing drums because he's up. You know, pretty soon he's got he's got he's open. You can just really just. Get rid of liars and slide Paul right into that scene. No, right that's here. never gonna happen. Dude. I know, but it, <laughs> but Paul sloppy too, man. Yeah, oh. he's he's been. I've yeah. seen him. Uh, what Paul was it on, uh, Slayer, man. Have is you sloppy. seen Have you seen the clip of uh, him on? I think it's Jimmy Kimmel. Uh no, honestly, it, no. The feet are. I mean, he's a, it's a kind of a slop fest. Yeah, I mean, he used to be great. I think he's just fallen off a bit. And he's one of the reasons I started playing the drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but I love like Hoagland. Hoagland would be a great. Great any drummer for any band. That dude could do everything. Yeah, yeah and he's very, he actually he's very, he has been a great drummer in every band. In every band. In every band. He's very well he's played death metal. He's played thrash metal. He's played whatever Devin Townsend does. He's played like strapping in lad. He's like yeah, play this. <laughs> he's a guy who I wish I discovered way earlier. In Fear when I, Factory. When I drums. He, there, dude, they, I think it was I don't know if it was Dehumanizer or something. He fucking killed him. Like this is a drummer. Oh, D Manufacturer. That was him. No, 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 not D Manufacturer. I think it's D. It's something. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's something. No, not demon. It's something. But it's he played on one or two records for Fear Factory before he went back to Testament. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's a drum machine. Oh no, it's just the fucking. Oh, it human... is the drum machine. Yeah, it is <laughs> yeah. the drum machine. What does he call himself? The human, uh, the atomic clock. The, the atomic, atomic clock. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. What do you The human metronome. Like, be more. I don't know. More. Did you ever get into... <laughs> that sounds uh, so lame, though. It's a metronome. But the atomic clock, like... He's associated with, like, David the Gnome. <laughs> <laughs> he has to wear the hat. 
What, what Marga? No, uh, did you actually put up, you said, you, okay, I think you got cut off. You said, this will only be one other album I've been listening to. Did you ever put that out? No, no, because, you know. Yeah, you got cut off. Because yeah. well, well, you said, except for some of the other on a tangent. Oh, sorry, so what's the not, other album? We're not recording anymore, Doug. We, we cut, we cut <laughs> it's it. like I paused it for Doug's part. They just edited me out of the whole goddamn thing, so it works out <laughs> great. Uh, so there, it's an EP. These dudes are fairly new from um, Philly. Uh, Dieva? How would you say that, Marco? I would say it's either Dieva or Deva. Deva. Yeah. But uh, this fucking, it's like black and thrash, but this Deva. is a fucking killer EP that ends with a good old man cover. Yeah, cover. man. Uh, Doug actually sent me that, that uh, a link to it, and uh, he, you know, and I didn't listen to it, and he's like, did you check that out? And he resent the link, and I'm like, no, I'll check it out today, and I did. I ended up checking it out like 10 minutes later. And I listened to that EP probably five times in a row. Yeah. And it has like this like almost like black metal-y, but kind of like punk rocky, but kind of like everything. It, it really reminds me a lot of parts, not everything about it, but a lot of parts like Impaled Nazarene. Yes. I really I hear that. like a lot of Impaled Nazarene in it, and I think it's fucking beautiful. Like it's a really good like EP, demo, whatever it is. A lot of the bands kind of do like the black and thrash to like the more like clean vocals like Midnight or Speedwolf, but mm-hmm. they kind of go the other way with it, and it's just they get... The blast beats. Everything yeah, you want is nice, nice, neat little pack, package. It's fantastic, pa- dude. Package. I love it. I, I think Did it's a great record. I was going to do a Simpsons reference, but I, I forget people don't really get the Simpsons reference. I mean, I get like maybe early ones, but I was so young when I watched them, I kind of forget them, to be honest. Ah, so sad. How about you yourself? You know who doesn't get uh, Simpsons references is Kang and Kodos. It's the only two people, because they're not from this planet. <laughs> That's true. They're the only ones that have excuses. Uh, what I've been listening to lately... Uh, it's funny because it's no new bands. It doesn't been, matter. It hasn't been new bands in, I don't even know how long. There's maybe um, one album <laughs> like every year that sneaks through, and other than that, they're just old. I just, get I, it's so hard to fucking hear about them because there's so much that's just exactly the same that I just can't even, you know, what I like is what I like. But um, lately, um, over the last year, uh, Exodus. Oh. I can't get enough Exodus because it, I know like it's because of Gary Holt is what it is. I've seen Slayer so many uh, times that it's just like I keep seeing Gary and I'm like in your mind. I'm like Exodus. I keep forgetting about he's you. He's fucking <laughs> marketing you and you don't even realize he's and plugging just, you. He's plugging you the whole is. time. And he's like, just I, like now that I've, I've I've probably seen them for the last time around here, I'm just like wrap it up, dude, and get back to Exodus right now and record <laughs> and that album. That's happening after about. this last part of the tour, apparently. I know. So that's why when they announced this, like I was like, cool, but they're in Springfield. I'm not going to make it to that after work. Is and, Lee Eltis still playing in, in uh, Exodus? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. So the yeah, other guy, lead again. I forget the other guy that replaced him, but the other guy that replaces Gary while he's with Slayer is the other dude in Heathen. So it's basically both Heathen guitar players, which is uh, Lee Altis okay. and somebody the else. Other guy. So, but, yeah, but, yeah, dude, but the other guy, yeah, but the other guy, I can't remember his name. That's so does that amazing. mean we're gonna have like a headliner of Exodus and Heathen? And... I hope so, dude. Honestly, awesome. since since I since we saw Slayer last time, I've listened. It's funny because. I like almost. I was listening to Slayer all up until like every single day, up until that point. We saw Slayer, and like the day after that, I just I listened to like Temple of the Damned every single day for like two weeks. <laughs> no, we just couldn't hey, fucking put it down. Excellent record, by the I way. I just love that yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the best thing they've ever put out. I, on a, on a I think between that and like uh, Bonded by Blood, Bonded like, is so those fun. Yeah, two. Bonded by Blood, is. just because the rawness of Bonded, but like I think tempo, like musically, vocally, even production wise. Yeah, fucking best thing they ever put out. And right. honestly, it's what, what it was. Is like, uh, yeah, but produ- production really like dampens oh, pleasure. It has its charm. It's like watching. No, a no, no. Movie. It is no, no, no. But I, you know me, I don't care that it has to be. It doesn't have to be perfect. Pleasures production. of the flesh. But it is yeah. a great record. 
Don't get me wrong. Pleasures and Fabulous probably. Yeah, Fabulous is great too, yeah. Overbonded. And it's funny because when we were hanging out, like the only uh, only album that I had back then was uh, um, Fabulous. Mm -hmm. It was because we were fucking over in your basement every night doing the fucking Toxic Waltz. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we were. Yeah, and Impact is Imminent is underrated. Yeah, that's true, too. They came out at a weird time. It's a great record, though. It's got really fucking heavy, like really fast. Was it Yeah, that song rules, huh? Like Impact, I mean, uh, Lunatic Parade. Lunatic like, Parade, yeah. And Heads and Tails, When You Lose, or whatever, whatever. Yeah, Tail, yeah whatever. What was one that had Fiend Time in the Zoo? Was that Force of Habit? Yeah, yeah, that album's where they felt. You know, it's, uh, I, man, I wish I, uh, I have a lot of regret, because back in, I feel like I would have got into this way sooner than I did. Because, yeah. you know, I got into this in college. You and I getting drunk in my basement, I'm like, I that's tried, when I, Kevin, yeah, I you tried. guys in the high school, like, I was way, I was behind you guys, but I was like, Finally, like in college, I think it was the Jack Daniels. I just started to realize <laughs> it's true, it's, dude. It's so true. You guys were way ahead of the curve in all the good shit. I mean, growing up, I was always into like, oh, like Andy. This kid, I can't remember his last name, but Andy was like the one where I, I went into his room, I'm like freaking seven, eight years old, and I see the Ride the Lightning poster, and I saw the fucking Master Puppets. I'm like, all right, cool. He gave me my first mixtape, and he's like. Here's a mixtape. This is what you should be listening to. Stop listening to that mainstream crap. Because I remember beating on my trash cans outside listening to the Black Album. And he was just like, nope, not having it, kid. Was that right before? Yeah. Come, and, gave you come with first... me. I'll show you the fucking real world. Yeah, dude. He, and, he, and he did. That but... was also right before he gave you your first kiss. It was like, no. It was like the same Fuck you. No. <laughs> no, but, the kiss, huh? no, but that was right before he probably lit up that hash pipe. Like He was like, here's your... He's like, here's your mixtape. I'm gonna do some hash in the basement. He's like, I'm gonna snow cork. Yeah. I'm gonna snow coke out of this he, like but ride lightning I mean, album cover. He gave me, and I still to this day like I when I think of like fade to black, it's funny, but I think of being on the beach like fucking eight years old, like listening to fade to black. And for me, it wasn't about suicide or anything. It was about I still I'm like tranquil. I'm on vacation. I'm on right vacation. Now. Listen. Well, doesn't it take you back to like the good like, things? That, it's that funny. Time yeah, yeah. When you, when you yeah. discovered that, and you were like, yep. wow. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Yep. Like um, uh, the Vulgar Display of Power album. It's the weirdest thing in the fucking Dude, world. I bought that album the weekend I drove, me and my aunt and my cousins all drove up to, uh, I forget where the fuck it was, we ended up at Storyland. And I didn't want to go in. I'm like, I'm like, fuck this, I'm not going in there. I was like 13 That's or 14, awesome. and I was just like, I'm just going to stay in here and listen to music. And I stayed in there and listened to Vulgar Display of Power, and I was like, yep, this is who I am now. <laughs> That's hilarious, because it's true though, it forms you, I mean, it does something different. But you guys were, I mean, you in, in high school, I just... Oh, I just wish I, I was on the same curve because you guys were listening. We had like we mixed we mixed some things, but for the most part, there was some good yeah. shit that I missed. There was a out few on overlapping here. ones, and there was I some. I fucking yeah. missed yeah. out on some good, but I finally came around. So. Yeah, all I was all I was about in high school was like fucking life of agony, biohazard, fucking yeah. sick of it all. Uh, and my thread. That was my thing. I wasn't really big into metal in high school. I kind of had you to like, again, re-kind of discover it. Was, uh, it. Yeah. Life of Agony. So we were talking about docking yeah. earlier, but uh, Life of... Like Casey Souza. Docking? Life of Agony. No, I said yeah. docking. ING. We get it. We're all saying You're like thing. turning him into a fucking legend yeah, on he this podcast at this point. <laughs> you can find him in Tennessee, kid. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's the only like, kid with a mass accent in Tennessee. <laughs> We're gonna make vintage burns fucking shirts with like a big Casey just big face. Casey face. Yeah, yeah, for no reason. We are uh, all vintage burn a lot. All Casey faces <laughs> are are subject to our discretion. We own the rights now of your face, Casey. We'll you give you thirty cents a, a sale. Thirty yeah. cents a sale. 
Well, yeah, <laughs> dude, honestly, it's 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 so true though. Like so like Life of Agony, I remember you like yeah. you guys played that. That was all my big shit right there. And then and then for you, you used to be even when we had our band and we were playing like dude, you were like always about docking. I'm like, "Who the fuck is that?" And I thought about it. And it's like, "Man, what don't you like about docking?" <laughs> I'm just pissed off that no Jake. Have I told you about my cover band idea that you no one just got up? lucky? <laughs> you just get... All gay cover band called Docking, D-O-C-K-I-N-G. <laughs> Same logo? Same I'm in. Lo- I'm fucking in, dude. Let's do this. All right, continue. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> you, you gonna have have to you're going you're gonna to have to sing for this they one. Were the the, all, all they were the first fucking metal band to be able to... They were the first... Their single got so big off of fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. They did... They Dude, it's like still one of the highest selling singles for uh, a horror movie combined. It's like metal and horror combined. They're still... They killed it. That was a winning combo. It's like sure. fucking platinum single. Is that the Dream Warriors? Dream Warriors. And yeah. he can't even sing that anymore. And they, the on the soundtrack, I believe, into, I believe into the fire is still on there as well because no they do play it in like certain versions of the movie. I think there's like a TV version of the movie hmm. um, where they, they they play that, and it's like a different song. They they change up the songs and the, the way the lines are delivered. It's weird. It's like you ever watch like a, a a preview for a movie and there's like they deliver a line completely different, and there's shit that like well yeah, kind of like Zombie Land where they do it was like the Beltles, where it's like. A, <laughs> 30 second intro and then like they go right into the verse and it's like a I hate when they the do time. that with songs too because yeah. you're so used to hearing especially a song, a song like, like so oh, wow they just fucking cut I lie away oh sorry it's funny how many people wouldn't even notice that though you yeah. know what I mean but like since you're an avid docking fan big fan of docking keep touching my leg dude <laughs> Kevin wants to it's dock right now it's apparently a, it's a twitch yeah. it's a gay twitch I'm twitch, twitch. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Dawkin was like the first because I got all these I got all these yeah, tapes from all my cousins and shit, and it was all I wish I had cool tooth and bands. nail. Was, yeah, tooth and nail. But you were the one you were always like, don't tooth the nail. So and but because it, it was I was listening to you guys and I'm like heavier. I was always looking at something heavier, like, and then when fuck. I discovered obviously everyone's the same as everyone else, I discovered Metallica. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just off. off but the still, because now. of that, those guys like I, I went back the old Dawkin records. People still to this day call them a hair metal band. They're not. No. They're not a hair metal they band. Just, they, kinda, they look they like look bitches. Like they kind of like they went along with Dude, it. Um, what is it? Uh, it a we're trying to sell tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, what is the second record? Is it Lock and Key or... Lock. Um, so it's got the stupid yeah. key in yeah. the cover with them with all their fru- fruity hair. doesn't matter. The record was awesome. And then they, was it Back from the East or their their third uh, record? I didn't I didn't have that one. Dude, that record's that sick. I that's the one with, that's the one with um, Dream Warriors on it. I didn't even know that they had that on an album. I they thought did. they just recorded yes, they that did. for that. Nope. For that it's on an album, dude. Ba- I think it's Back <laughs> from the East or something like that. And it's like, it's basically like this massive like Japanese tattoo um, artwork on their third record. Third or fourth record. Well, the first record is Breaking the Chain. That's when Don... It was basically Don Dawkins wrote the whole record. And he then he hired the whole band and stuff. So like the first four Dawkins records, though, that's because of you, dude. Like You brought that shit up. And I fucking went back and I went deep and fuck everybody they're not a glam rock band they're they're a heavy metal band they they just don't get the right rap and they are they're a heavy metal band. they all they were just, just i don't know how that kind of snowballed into that but they all started doing it but their sound yeah, was never they never had that i'm just, cheese, I'm just glad dude. pantera got out of that because i got <laughs> fucking obsessed with that power band metal band when i was in high school power oh. metal is a good record though it is you could see the the transition what was on the horizon yeah yeah because yeah. it was very rich man like over and out and like yeah. uh rt yeah, pussy tight, dude. Pussy tight, tonight, man. 
Dude, there's some of those, like, Over and Out, man, that fucking, that riff Over is killer. That, yeah. Oh, I can't even, I'm not even gonna... Dude, they're so good, man. This yeah. is a good record. It is, because it was kind of, it was very Helford, very, oh, that was a... Dude, Phil, you could tell, like, Phil was just so hugely influenced by Helford. No, that's why I love Cowboys so much, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's there. Because it's all right there. Can't to me, Cowboys. it's their crown jewel. Uh, yeah. But a lot of people disagree. Like, Vulgar, I love, too. Love, I love, yeah, I like all the records, but, like, dude, Cowboys, man. Cowboys is, yeah. is it's just solid. It's like the culmination of a band looking for their sound and then right. they found it and like they it was like lightning in a bottle almost. Mm-hmm. And they just grabbed it and Doug's fucking cringing because he's a, never been like he's a He's like they didn't Pantera. find it because who'd they steal it from, Doug? <sighs> the original Pantera. I, I remember when I first met Doug. They I was just right. this is like, oh, you like, you like metal, like, right? Dude, and I was just I like, Yeah, I'm like, it. what's your favorite band? I'm like, Pantera. He's like, I, I hate. Like, I, thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna be friends, man. Doug, I hate. But, to say you, know, it. you know who burnt them out for me? I'll give you one. Slaughter, yes. dude. Before? Nope. No. Campbell. Nope. No. Paul Payne. Oh yeah. Why well, wasn't that my Look, first option? Look, he, he was. He was filling that sound. I don't think Cowboys should be involved yeah, in the Exhorter sound. Because Cowboys machine. doesn't have the Exhorter sound. Yeah, right. I get, I get, no. I think it's more like Vulgar and After, where they start doing a little more of it. When they got the more aggressive, like, sure. vocals. But Cowboys is a killer record. I, know, I, I love Cowboys. Well, Phil got obsessed with fucking... I think a lot of the... the um, He's the wearing the Exhorter shirt in, like, 1989. Even though yeah, Diamond's the riding all the riffs off. and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I had, think it had a lot to do with, like, what Phil was Slaughter into. in the Vatican Exhorter came out. is, like... Pantera is what, like, obituary is to what Pantera is to me. Okay. It's like, they were good, yeah. you liked them, but, like, they just... They were crammed down your throat. Everyone ran down your throat, and they got burnt out, and then I'm like, oh, great. You know, and then now... Years this, later, it's like... See, yeah. they're a band that I tried to resist simply because they were so popular. Yeah. Like, when I first started getting into metal, it was... Uh, Have you spent like time a... listening to some Exhorter? No. Oh, no. dude. Dude, Exhorter... Did, when did the first record... When did Slaughter in the Vatican come 90. out? 90. Yeah. 90. Okay. 90. So, so okay, so that's the problem. Same, and, same and this is where, from hell. And a lot of metalheads are gonna fucking fight this to the death. This is where I had a problem, too, because I started as a, as a Pantera fan. My problem was once we started listening to Slaughter in the Vatican, I go, "Wow, holy shit! The vocalist sounds exactly like Phil." The problem is at that point, Phil was still trying to figure out where they were going to go. Were they going to get heavier? Were they going to sound more like Priest and carry on the torch and be as heavy as Priest were going to be mm-hmm. into the '90s? And the thing was, fucking Slaughter in the Vatican had already come out before Vulgar and sounded like Vulgar display of the power. Of power, and that was already pretty much put in stone three years earlier. But, but better, <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, dude, they're, in they're my both, opinion. we'll put his order on. Look, and I know that's a, it's. Well, I know it's a hard too. swallow, dude. Yeah. But but for I know how you're like. I don't want to listen to new shit. Don't listen to new shit. Go backwards in time, and I want you to listen to that, that record three years. Think about Whoa, this. That's gonna put on right. Every After time this. a record comes out, considering the public thinks it was oh the record hit stores in '92. We know the record was probably made in a year before. You always got to yeah. think the record was done a year before it actually hit the show. And even yeah. some of those songs are probably playing in 87 while they're trying to get a deal. Who knows? Totally Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the bands are So you can go backwards a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So we'll always say a year before the record hit the shelves, the record was actually fucking written. Because it was. Mm-hmm. It was, truthfully. That record, Slaughter in the Vatican, and we see a, there's a picture of Phil in a fucking gravesite wearing a fucking Exhorter shirt. Both from New Orleans. Oh, it's bad, dude. It's yeah, bad. Yeah. It's just bad. It's like, hey, we found a good sound in New Orleans. But <laughs> of all places, in New yeah. Orleans, where I'm from. Ex- Exhorter's coming around, too. I know. It's the they're putting out a new record, too. 
Yeah, but the we thing with, go. with the Exhorter... He's gotta go. Because I think it's just for I'm you, down. you're gonna be like... Psh. But the Exhorter guys never, like, really put out any claims. They don't care. They, make, they, they joke about it. You know, they joke about it. They yeah. even said it. They even said something well, yeah, like they we've worked been around hard. Before Pantera. Yeah, but they worked. They weren't around before Pantera. But that's their style. Their actual like like vulgar style was. I mean, when sure. we saw them in New York, Pantera's been around since like fucking eighty three or some shit. Yeah. Pantera's been around a long time. Yeah. Oh no, they, yeah. you're you're right, dude. I mean, Phil and Vinny were killing it all through the and, and well, Diamond Vinny, Diamond Vinny, Diamond yeah, Vinny were already and they were, they were already like well known. Yeah. I mean, he was seventeen years old, the star and playing guitar. And I mean, you've knew, seen the fucking videos. I've you seen know, all, uh, the, the, the Diamond Vision video yeah, where he's playing. He's like shredding on fucking Seek and Destroy and, and I don't by care himself. They, and I don't and care what singing. they do. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. this guy's fucking. And I don't videos. know if like the story's been told on this podcast, but like you know, Dime was supposed to be in Megadeth. Yep, I know, right? But he wanted to bring Vinny with him, and he didn't want Vinny as the package. He already had a drummer. Yeah, he already had. So it was Nick at that time. Could you imagine? Yeah, that would have stopped Pantera. Pantera never would have existed. And it's one of those things where it surrounds Megadeth too, where like the what ifs would have fucking sucked. Like what if what if Dave was never kicked out of Metallica? Yeah, would have sucked. Because we wouldn't have got Megadeth. Right, right. I mean, it's better. Metallica would have been right. awesome, probably still today. But it's still, it would have been <laughs> No, but you know what? It's one of those things where, like, he would have got kicked out a week later. Fuck <laughs> so. yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. Dude, but there's it's so cool, many yeah. weird circumstances. Yeah, you wanted Vinny to come, and Vinny, he said, no, I, I don't need Vinny. Drummer, I already yeah. got a drummer, man. I just need you. And he's like, well, I can't do it. I gotta stick so with awesome. my brother. So he's stuck was, with his brother. What, yeah. what year was that? I think it was around. That like, was uh, like after. 91? It was after Cowboys, I, but I th- was it before? Yeah, so it was probably uh, gonna be for like Countdown or, or Countdown Era, maybe. It was no, Countdown no, no, Era. Right? Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no, was it before? No, no. It was before. So it was before Rust. Then. It was. It was before Rust. Then it was, it was before Rust. It was before Rust in yeah. Peace, and then he was like, "Well, I'm gonna keep looking." And he's like, "I found this half fucking black, half orange-haired freak that I found, Marty Friedman." He had orange hair. Half orange, half black. Because I bought his solo record. Marty Friedman at that point had a half... Doesn't Dave Ellison make fun of him in the Declining West Civilization? So is Mike Fuse, basically? Pretty much. Uh, Shout out to Mike Fuse. What up, motherfucker? Yeah, he did something. It's true, though. He had the half half hair, long hair. He looked like Sideshow Bob in the 80s, you know. We'll touch on this after. It might be touchy. No, touch on something. Well, there's a scene, I believe it's in Decline of West... No, the Metal Years, Decline of West... If it happened in the movie, you can talk about it. Too. There's a scene where they're talking about... I think it's the Wake Up Dead video, where they're yeah. all running to the fence, and you see they play in slow-mo, and like this this dude with this half, half white, half black hair trips, and you see his bra, and you just see Dave Ellis, he's like, yeah, nice hair, homo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's got the same, that's why... Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. That could be... You think it's him? You think it's oh, I don't Freeman? think it's Marty Freeman, but I think it's the hairstyle I'm thinking. Ah, it's like gotcha, a reference gotcha. to him. I mean, yeah. yeah. Dig at him. Nice year, homo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find a little clip for you guys. I got like six things to find, so. You still never put the side-by-sides on the, the side uh, Night of Demons. Just, yeah. I know. I, I had them ready. There's like 17 side-by-sides you're supposed to put up and you never did. I know. There's the David Brocky demon. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the one of Stooge and Young Doug. We still need Stooge and Young Doug. And there's a, I don't there's care about a, any other one. There's a third this one. This podcast respects all forms of homosexuality, <laughs> regardless of what Doug says. All forms? All I mean, 16. Yeah. All 16 forms of homosexuality, animal erotica, and um, possible... Volosavodity? Future and back to the future, intersexual relationships with yourselves. Okay. Oh, you guys, I'm turned on. Vintage Burn does not endorse disclaimers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, boys. Anything else to say for now? No. I think I'm good, man. Uh, maybe a shout out to D Nice. Maybe Crown Radio. 
Absolutely. Heavy Crown Radio, brand new podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play. She's on iTunes? Yeah. You have to be, man. You gotta be official. Spotify. We need to get on Spotify. And Doug would like everyone to be on Spotify, but (laughs) listen to Heavy Crown Radio if you appreciate real life talk from a real life Massachusetts woman. She's gonna give you the real down low. Listen to D Nice, Heavy Crown Radio. Uh, we love you, D. And um, again, thank you to all the listeners. Check us out at vintageburnpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us any feedback, we always appreciate it. Good, bad, ugly. Tell us about how bad we are. Exactly. You got it. Uh, we are on Facebook, Vintage Burn Podcast. We're on Instagram, Vintage Burn Podcast. Until next time, suckers! And one more thing, D-Nice. Hip-hop episode, I'll do it with you. Literally. Literally. He'll do it with you. Vintage Burn ain't nothing to fuck with. That's right. You might get the Vintage Burn. You might get the Vintage Burn, D-Nice. Oh, hey. Thank <laughs> you.